Oh, I was a little quick on the draw there, but that's all right. Let's <sighs> make Chris. Chris isn't here, isn't here yet, so we'll just we'll just make him disappear. Or just put him in the background. Well, he was in the background. I just made him disappear. <laughs> Huckerman is in the background. It's it's like the old Chuck Norris jokes. If you can see Hergelman, he can see you. If you can't see Hergelman, he's like five seconds. He could be at any point in time showing up to go doom. Yeah. But he doesn't go doom. Yeah, I, my voice can't handle that right now. Yeah, mine shouldn't be able to handle that right now after three songs of Ella. Oh. Yeah, and I would work 500 miles. You know. That doesn't help your throat, trust me. Um, <laughs> so good afternoon everybody good evening good morning good night wherever you are in the world listening to us via your ear holes not your nose because that would be weird oh, magic this is a podcast system or unlike if you're listening to us or watching us on youtube with the uh the automated uh closed captioning turned on yeah <laughs> with a weird sort of closed captioning would like probably say potato turtle <laughs> Duck, yeah. honk, race car, fire engine. Why did he say those things? <laughs> I, it, just, it just came up with Benny. <laughs> Wait, he told me to do what now? <laughs> How dare <clears throat> you? <laughs> I should get onto the HR department straight away. We so have this. a form letter for that. Yeah, we do. I've seen it. I've had to read it out live on stream before. I was very sorry for about 30 seconds. <laughs> but this, this is the Game Won't Play Itself podcast, live on a Saturday coming to you from not only the UK in the East Midlands, but also on the East Coast of America. It's James Atkinson. Good morning. How are we doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I don't know about chats. They'll let us know. And I am Lord Teammaker, aka Will McKellar. And so, on today's show, we have, uh, what, a medium content dump? As it's sort of still early weekend, we haven't gone out for a large content dump just yet. You know, we're loading ourselves up later on. Uh, we've got games we've been playing this week, which uh, I think is going to be a bit of a doozy. And, and, shout-outs, because we have also have a big shout-out for someone mm -hmm. who reached a huge milestone this week and we want to give them big props because they deserve it might as well get on with it then uh did you want to start off mate yeah we should talk about the the, the breaking news like yeah <laughs> literally just like an hour ago so for us it is breaking news for you guys when you eventually hear this when james decides he wants to edit this vk will be out on sunday because we have it we actually have a schedule we follow now um GDC has been postponed uh, over coronavirus fears, um, which I guess makes sense, given the fact that literally nobody was going to show up <laughs> at GDC. <laughs> um, there wasn't, I mean, nobody was, like, every most of the major studios, and with Sony pulling out, they've just decided, you know, I know what, discretion is the greater part of Valor here. Didn't Sony also pull out of PAX East? Yes, and though the mayor has written a letter to Sony asking them to reconsider. A mayor of Boston. Cause, well, because it, it's happening at the moment, Pagsies, because I know Chris, Chris Light's over there doing stuff, so they oh. mustn't have reconsidered. I guess not. I, the thing is, if it's a worldwide thing with people coming in from all over the world, I can understand their fears. I really can, because as we said about a couple of weeks ago on the show, when Ed was here, this isn't just a normal normal flu virus. This is more like a severe case of pneumonia you get. Because we're being told if we get it, or if we have show signs of it, we quarantine ourselves for two weeks. And people go, what? You want me to stay in my house for two weeks playing video games? Uh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. What, what what do I do differently? But um, you know, so so this thing they 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 are scared it's going to become a pandemic. Now, when you see the amount of people who've had it, 
and the cases in China are starting to become they're starting to lower each new case is compared to you know January. But the death rate compared to the infection rate, the last I saw was eighty two thousand people have contracted the disease. Oh, sorry, the virus. Let's let's put a definition, split definition between that. But it's like um, I think it's like two thousand eight hundred people have sadly passed away because. Now, when you look at that, that's about zero point four percent. I have a, I have a, I have a graph for this. Yeah, <laughs> would you like to show the graph? Uh, like I will. People? I will show the graph. <laughs> uh, the uh, if anybody hasn't ever gone to this website, uh, please, please do. It is called Data Is Beautiful on uh, on Reddit. And I'm specifically pulling from the Reddit page here. So <clears throat> here we are. I think this is yeah. this is a this is a very telling graph. And if you're wondering, the source is the World Health Organization. Yeah. Um but here, Will, to your point. Yeah. So looking at that, that's still less than one percent. I mean that that's lot what okay, so it doesn't show this like about eighty thousand plus there but we'll do the considering math. yeah <laughs> i mean that's less than one percent of the people getting it but then again you could actually look well people that have recovered from it but people who still have it is voice so it is it is close to actually eight thousand. yeah but that's it is this a problem yes yes <laughs> if it's not treated well but if you follow most of the steps and you do quarantine yourself you should be okay yeah how, how do you deal no normally with things like flu colds and pneumonia you stay home you keep warm you drink plenty kim had the flu uh and i basically have been sleeping on the couch for the last month hmm. because i'm not getting it she yeah. stayed in the room i've thrown orange juice crackers at her just to keep her fed and like hydrated <laughs> <laughs> I, Drink there, this. There, she did ask for like she did ask for um saltines at one point, and me being the person I had to do just as a joke, I opened the door, looked at her, pulled it out, went Granada, and threw it into the room. <laughs> we well, have to, really. You have to. I mean, we've, um, all, we've all played Call of Duty. You have to do that. <laughs> I, I mean, the thing, the thing about it is, obviously, you know. This is very serious. It's bigger than a normal sort of flu outbreak that comes around the world every year. Though the flu has why... killed more people in the United States than than it had than the Wuhan flu or coronavirus, or whatever we're calling it, has in the entire world. So, no, there was that one a couple of years ago that was going around as well. Um, I can't remember Zika. No, I think it's began. One began with H H D R one or something. It was called. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I vaguely remember something along those lines. But again, it's they're looking at a vaccination for this. I would probably advise to get it, which I will do so because I'm I'm a part of the vulnerable people that could be affected badly by it. You know, as long as we keep we do the things that we normally do to stop the spread of infection be all good by the time like april that comes around because these sorts this sort of stuff tends to die out when the summer months come through i just have a i'm just wondering here because i i read an article that um number one china has removed plague inc from all of its like mobile phone applications mm -hmm. i wonder how much how much how many how many sales that game got since coronavirus came around oh you know it's going to be a huge amount it's like, yeah. I mean, once again, it's it, it, we're making light of a of a dangerous situation, but essentially, just don't be dumb, and also don't go on a cruise. Just just yeah. don't go on cruises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that story's gotten around the world as well. Yes, but um, yeah. So yeah, just keep an eye on for yourself. Make sure you're you know you do all the steps that they recommended to do because the steps i've seen just normal flu bit stay home the... play more video games we'll write you a note i don't know if your employer will take it but we'll write you one yeah 
We'll get our HR to deal with your HR. No, we so won't. Okay. No, we won't. We'll just, we'll, like I said, we'll <laughs> write them a note. We have, we, we, Tick Whippies does not guarantee that this note will do anything to help you get out of work, but we will write you one. Who is Tig Whippies? Don't worry about it. We're good. They're good guys. But <laughs> don't worry, we'll make sure you're okay with that one. Right. Exactly. And you know, one of the games that you could actually play if you're not feeling well. Max Gentleman Sexy Business. Could play that. Or <laughs> or a game that's coming out very, very soon. I think it's March the fifth. So it's next week. It's the Half-Life remake, Black Mesa. Yes, in the customized Half-Life 2 engine, the crazy guys at, was it Crowbar Connection or Crowbar Collect Crow, Crow, Crowbar Collective mm-hmm. have, yeah. um, have actually they've, done it. Yeah, they've been working on it for, what, 16 years, it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2040, uh, project originally began. That's, yeah, that's crazy. It's absolutely yeah, that, crazy. That's, it's ready to go next Thursday. And if you don't think I've put it on my wish list, <laughs> then you, then you are crazy. You, you must be hallucinating with the flu or something, because it's crazy. I, if you don't think I've. And this was a fan-made mod that was given the green light by Valve to uh, to be made, and sold too. Because they were just going to release it for free, but then Valve like said, "No, you can, you can, you can charge money for it." And I think twenty bucks for. I mean, what's the going rate for a remake nowadays? Uh, about twenty five quid normally. All right. If, if it's a reasonable price, I mean, we're, that's well, twenty five to thirty. Yeah, I was going to say like because Final Fantasy VIII is like remastered, or it's like like a remastered is anywhere from like twenty five to thirty bucks. Yeah. So twenty bucks is it's right in price point. And I I would say that's that's absolutely fair for a bunch of guys who spent sixteen years trying to do this. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I don't know how much of Valve how much of that Valve is getting a cut of, but I mean the fact that they blessed it. I mean, how many how many th- times have we seen like fan made projects get shot down, destroyed, DNC'd? Uh, so so often. The only thing we really don't see it in is things like um, Little Big Planet when people were making levels. And unless unless there's penises in these levels, I mean, let's be honest there. So dreams will be the same thing. I mean, look at the stuff that's already in dreams. Yeah, I mean, you can play like a level level of Mario and stuff on it. it the things are gonna get, but the thing is, like, you can't police that kind of stuff because it's just like, how are you gonna DNC it? It's just like they gave them the tools, and people are just making this stuff. Hmm. There's way too creative people in this world. And it's not as if they're making money out of these. Nope. They're just doing it because saying, look what I can do. I mean, other and things that, too. Skyrim. I mean, you look at the modders in Skyrim and Fallout. Yeah. Which is, I mean, check, check with his bingo. Skyrim, check. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> You're playing along at home. I mean, the thing, the thing you have to ask yourself is, though, is like, don't you think this is actually a really great interviewing tool? That's that's the guy who the guy who was a part of it. I think it was the art director. He, was, he, he joined in as a as a volunteer. It was now like the CEO of like the company who's did it. Said so like I I did I originally did this having it wanting it to be a resume builder and then it became my resume because this is what he did. This is like he wanted to go into the game industry and this was like oh cool I'll work on this mod and I can use its art assets and stuff that I did and now it's like it's become my job. Yeah. Because Same thing with Little Big Planet. People who worked on levels in the first Little Big Planet were hired by Medium Molecule to work on the second. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice when company, you know, with all the, with all the news we hear about companies acting stuff, it's just nice to hear that like Valve just went, yeah, okay, yeah. It's it's one of those rare things that we hear these days, and it's actually nice. I like this. It's really nice to do it, you know? We like happy things like this. Happy news. Yeah. Where do you go? Coronavirus. Second story. Happy news. It's like it's like we are actually telling you the news. We start with the shit. We get something happy. We tell you more shit. And then something more happy. It's what we have to balance out, don't we? 
Yeah, exactly. That balance. And um, so the other bit of news I've seen before before your big one that you, you mentioned just before, as our, another staple for your bingo card, so get get it ready. Oh, I have to pull that up too. Hang on. Yep. You can talk while I'm pulling it up. <laughs> uh, Microsoft confirmed some specifications and things for the Xbox Series X. Uh, later this year, hopefully, unless there's delays because of the coronavirus. Um, the Xbox Series X will boost a 12 teraflop GPU. Now, if you want a sort of comparison to what that is and how powerful that is, the graphics card that's out from um, NVIDIA, the GeForce 2080 and the 2080 Ti, it sort of sits between the both of them in terms of power. Which is nice, because one of them's like ten teraflops, the other is fourteen point five, which is nice. Uh, they also detailed how cross-generational games will work on the Xbox Series X with an opt-in scheme called Smart Delivery that will empower you to buy a game once and know that you are getting the right version of that game after ever Xbox you're playing on. And you know who else signed on for that, right? Yep, CD Projekt Red. Why? Because they're absolute mad lads. We believe that you should only buy our game once. Yet you see like all the executives at EA go, oh shit. <laughs> Wait, they're not wanting to, to make any more money from these? <gasps> um, backwards compatibility was also talked about as well. Um so, of course, things like all non-connect Xbox One games, plus the original Xbox and 360 era, which are already in the back compatible program, will also play on the Series X. Um, they will also de- uh, benefit from steadier frame rates, fast load times, and improved resolutions. So I'm guessing there'll be more. They'll resume the backwards compatibility program once the X is out. Congratulations, Xbox. It took you about 20 years, but you finally caught up to PC gaming. Yeah, it's... No, I, I, you know, I have to say from from reading this, well played because again, it's Game Pass carries on with you know with the Xbox Series X. Okay, you could go well, yeah, PS Plus did that. I know that, but it's something that finally Xbox are also doing, which just makes that 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 look as if and go. I, I may want this after all because that's that's good. That's good business sense. That's good. That's good aiming towards the consumer as well. You know. Also, um, while I remember while we're on the Xbox news, I was listening to a band of gamers podcast, mm-hmm. and they were they were discussing with their community uh, the prices for the Xbox. Now we've already discussed these before, and I was sat there thinking, it's like I the when I used to work in retail, we used to talk about stuff. And the one thing that, that was brought up in the conversation on that on their podcast was the the fact that they're going to be charging expensive because they don't want to lose money on consoles. Now, I this is where I disagree with this thought process because obviously being in the retail sector, you, you know, I got to hear things. Consoles, manufacturers of consoles do not make a profit on the consoles within the first year to maybe two and a half years of the because of the parts. What they normally try to do is they normally try to get a profit on the games, the accessories with them, peripherals, you know. Anything that you need to add to this console, that's where they try to make the money from. Until the parts and the cost of the parts come down over the next few couple of years after the launch to when they can start making a profit on them. Right. So that leads me to believe if that's the same theory, one of them is gonna ha- is, is possibly gonna be going for around about the three nine nine mark. It's just a case of which one triggers the price the price first, because you know one of them is gonna undercut the other. Oh yeah, you just know it. You just know it. It's a lot of you go first, no, you go first, no, you go first, no, you go first, no, you go first. It's going to be the, do you want to go first to market versus do you want to go first to uh, first to price drop? 
you know a price drop will happen within six months. Well, they're already they're already dropping the prices of the Xbox. I think the Xbox and PlayStation both had price drops recently. The the fifty dollar dump before uh before they start having releases. Yeah, the clear out before it before they go because they they're gonna start shifting their focus soon. Very soon. To the you know, the the Xbox One X, well, the Xbox Series X, sorry, and the, and the PS5. It, it's like, you know, a Formula One team when they're looking at next year's car. They don't look at next year's car, maybe, let's say, December, because it takes months and months to develop this thing and actually manufacture it. Some of the teams, if they're doing really badly, start looking at it around May. Whereas if you're fighting in the championship... Then it goes later to like October, and they sort of the worse they're doing, the less they sort of develop the same year's car and can focus on next year's earlier. Here, now here's a question, a question for you about F1. Now, do you think that what they may do is because if I'm assuming the specification, do specifications of cars change year to year? Not always. No. Um, there will be another rules change next year. Um, they've they've kind of implemented some of it this year to try and help with overtaking and make the racing more exciting. But overall, generally, there's not much of a change. There might be a tweak here and there. I mean, for example, this year, the the Mercedes have come up with a rather novel approach to this because in their car now they can actually, they call it the trombone, and on the for the steering wheel they have two, sort of two sets of I think it, it is it. Is it suspension settings on the car? And they can pull the steering wheel back a little bit. And it changes the setting. Push it. So hence the trombone. Now that's outlawed for next year, but nobody else thought of this for this year. And they looked at it and went, oh, wow, you know. <laughs> yeah, and the, the governing body of Formula 1 looked at it and went, yeah, that's legal. That's a written rule. So we haven't, haven't said no for this year. So yeah, things do change, but not... Not too often. Well, the reason why I'm asking is because if, if I'm in if I'm an F, a Formula One team and I'm mm-hmm. say I'm in twelfth, right? I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not knocking on the championship. If I'm mm-hmm. our, our, I'm already RDing a car for next year, what's stopping yeah. us from taking some of those parts and putting it in our current year car to test them out to see if we can get real world action on those parts and see like we can start collecting data for next year and already being ahead for some like do. Our, some do in, in like free practice in later on in the season. They already do to try and get ahead of the game. And then you look at it and go, well, that's fair enough. It's, it's, it's crafty how they do it. Not a crafty rebel, but it is crafty how they do no, it. No, I, I, I always, I've always seen Formula One as being, it's, it's, it's too, it's technically, I see it as two sports. It's yeah. the physical. It's the it's the athlete, the driver, and to say that they are not athletes, you're fucking wrong because they're putting. Oh, yeah. they're, they're 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 doing they're they're it's it's a physically demanding, mentally challenging, and it's result in injury thing and, and death if, and death. And if that, I mean, in, in any sport, those are kind of three things that you need to have. So there's mm-hmm. there's the athlete side of it, which is the driver, and then there's just the engineers. Yeah, which the ones it, in the factory. It's is like there's shit ton of there's like there there's the game being played on the racetrack and then there's the 3d chess that's being played behind the doors now that's not to knock the drivers not saying they don't have extreme have to have a a very good knowledge of what's going into the car but the the, like the the fact that these things are so so i mean and essentially i think the drivers a car can do a majority of what happens but i think the driver can is is the x factor Mm -hmm. and all of it because you can take a, an okay car and you put a good driver in it and it will and he can probably outperform somebody who, who is a okay driver with the best car. Schumacher proved that when he was in the early days of his, his stint at Ferrari. The Ferrari. The Ferrari car when Schumacher was in it wasn't great, but he took it and wrung the life out of it and made it great. So he is one of those bit. He's one of those drivers. It's, it. Hamilton is kind of the same. No, people may mock it, but he's not a six world times world champion for nothing. No, and I and I imagine too, and when in the run that he's had, and the mm-hmm. people he's worked with, 
Mercedes has a decent car now, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mercedes is is. Oh yeah, they've been they've been dominant. They've been what's uh, six time constructors champions in you know back to back. It's basically since the, the rules changed in 2014 when the hybrid era came in, when they had to have the turbocharger, the electrics, yep. as well as the combustion engine. So that that goes to show you not only have they been able to. They they got you get a great char- car and a great driver, but then you've also got a team who's worked together for so period of time. Because now you know ha- what what Hamilton is good at and what he's not good at. I don't know if he's not good at anything, but what you know where he's weaknesses, and you can shore up those weaknesses by design in your design. Yeah, and that's the big thing. It's like the only the only sort of thing with with drivers is their their driving style. Now some cars can't suit. Them. But it seems to be, you know, if you have a number one driver in the team, you kind of tend to try and make the car more suitable for them. Whereas the, drive, the second driver, well, if they, if they can work it, brilliant. But if they can't, they're sort of like the rear gunner. Yeah. To try and help. But that doesn't always work. I mean, look at Ferrari last year. But... I need you to take out Ferrari. <laughs> you got it, boss. <laughs> hey, that used to happen. I, I know. That's the reason. I I watched the what the hell was the documentary I forget the name of it but it was like it was on it, it was the Amazon documentary on a on like Formula One and I forget the name of the driver but he was blonde like was like one of the shining stars of F one and I'm not sure if he did he die in a crash but I thought oh, he also may have died early. Um, there was a film called Rush which was based on the 1976 season. No, it was sorry. Nicky Lauda. Yeah, I, I watched that, but um, I think it was actually, you no, know, I think it was a documentary on Le Mans. Oh. The Amazon documentary on Le Mans. It was like, mm. like a six-part series. I mean, one of the ones I recommend you watching is Drive to Survive on Netflix. The season two started yesterday, which I've yet to, to start watching, but the first one was really good because you actually see behind the scenes of stuff like little arguments, things that you don't really see in front of the camera. Well, I am interested in, in all sports, as 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 everybody well knows. Uh, though me and Will are very weird in our sports, I tend to like soc- soccer more than he likes soccer, and he likes football more than I like football. Now that that may just be because of the way of our teams and the team that I support in football, it's kind of eh for me. Like you know, the Patriots, they've won a lot; they're in decline. It's fine. I've had a good run with them. I'm happy that they they succeeded with they seed. But like now it's like, okay, they're going to start rebuilding, so I need to focus elsewhere. Where in soccer, there's just there's just so much more that goes on, and it's such a more global game. Much more yeah. interesting. But racing, the problem with me is racing is this, is that I can understand, like for Formula One, I can understand the technicality behind it. I appreciate the amount of engineering and the skill that goes into the driving. Watching it is just fucking boring to me. If you get a really good race, though, that can change your opinion. Because I, I, I can understand the boring races. I've seen, I saw three back to back last year, and I was like, fucking hell, this is just, uh, why, why do I watch it? But then you get other races afterward, like Germany. Germany was really good. I just, for, for me, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. I like, like maybe like it's the thing with basketball. Like I like basketball the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. Because the, the intensity has to be turned up because especially if it's a close game. But yeah, with, with like formula one, like I think the one race I ever watched, it's like Hamilton was in the pole position and he just dominated the entire race. And it was just like, well, you know, this is in like, this is a race for second. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like this. There's no drama. There's no. There's no drama for me. It's like Hamilton is just destroying everybody, and it's just like I think he had like a minute lead, and it was just like, well, the guy's like, well, he's not going to get caught, and I'm like, great. There's like only like 23 more laps. Yeah, I think one of the ones you should try and check out to try and change your mind would be Canada 2010. Listen, I I I appreciate the sport. I like I like having a basic understanding. I love the simulator game that came out for it. FM Simulator was 
uh, or uh, Sportman, whatever the F1 simulator. It's great. Mm. And they have some really cool games. And the simulator one game works great for me because it's it's exactly why I like soccer, right? I don't like playing FIFA. I'm not good at playing FIFA. I don't care about how good I am as a FIFA player. I want to manage everything else about it. <clears throat> yeah, you're, you're the behind the scenes sort of. What happens if we do this? How can we make this? Let's better? tell how the engineering team this. Let's Shift scout the best drivers out of China to get them to come in here and work for us. Work for us. Let's let's take two seasons. Yeah. And just say we're not challenging for the championship at all, but develop our drivers, develop our car, and then say in season three, that's the season where we just fucking go for it. Yeah, that's 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 what I like. Just like okay, let's get the game plan set up. Let's look at this long term. How can we make this sustainable? That's good. I'm not a racing game fan. I am I am a horrible racing game player. But give me a management sim. There we go. Of course, that just could be just say a lot about my gaming taste. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But Where's MMO Simulator Twenty Twenty? <laughs> yeah, let's let's release games. There is there is a game making simulator. Yeah, that's yeah. too meta for me at that point. I mean, speaking of persons with a load of money and management, you have another bit of news, don't you? I do. Uh, it's it's been a while since we've had Elon watch. Uh, but here he is in all of his glory with the latest SpaceX rocket with Battle Angel Alita on it. Now, the news said scantily clad Battle Angel Alita. Um, uh, she's a cyborg robot. Doesn't really. But anyways, uh, all or nothing, Mars Hunter Warrior Battle Angel Alita SpaceX rocket. You go, Elon. You just keep doing you. Be damned the critics. Oh, Elon. Don't, don't ever stop. Which just which just now gives me a an idea. Or not an idea, just get, just makes me think. What is he gonna be putting on there next? If he puts Battle Angel Alita on there, what do you think he could do? By the way, we confirmed Elon is weeb. So what is he up to next? Um, Probably find out sooner than later. Uh, right. Well, that, that's the content dump. Uh, let's let let us let us just take a, take a moment. Let's let's wash our hands. Make sure it's full flushed away. Let's come back, pick up our controllers, and say what we we have been playing in the last week. Do you want to go first, or shall I? Sure, I can go first because I have a very quick dun 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 dun. I've been playing Football Manager, so if you want to know what I've been doing in Football Manager, YouTube. There is now twenty three episodes, eleven of which are live. If you didn't see episode ten, go watch episode ten. It is both our greatest achievement and our most horrific failure. All in one go. That, that, that must be one hell of a soap opera, Jake. Oh, this <laughs> this is the save is turning into very much a soap opera, as Will very much knows. Yep. Um, we play a Premier League team. I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, just follow it. There's a lot of crazy things going on. It. I'm really enjoying making it. Uh, it's I make an episode a day essentially, um, and I think one of these days. I'm going to have to throw it all on Twitch and do uh and do a Twitch just a Twitch marathon of it. Uh it may it may be it may be when I do um when I hit non-league, when I hit when I get out of non-league and I get yeah. into the football, actual football pyramid, so that'll be four divisions. So I'll be halfway through the save, basically halfway to getting to the prem. Yeah. That'll be a good time to do it, um, but it's 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 Football Manager, and to just to answer the one streaming question, James, why didn't you stream Football Manager? I found that the quality of video got better when I was just recording them, 
without streaming it because when stream there's a lot of downtime and it's a great kind of downtime kind of game if you're like sitting there and talking with chat um but when you record them like it can be quick you know 15 20 minutes videos there i can have fun with it i can kind of goof around a little bit i can t t do thoughts when stuff when everything's going on but it creates a better video when i was looking back and looking at the first couple ones which was just the stream vods there's just a lot of me talking kind of just just to fill the air where these they're a lot more concise con concise and i can kind of get down into the game and go bang this is what we're doing and um granted it's been a lark up to this point we have a very good team but there has been some drama moments uh there's a lot of changing in the current season that i'm in which you guys are 11 episodes behind in because there's a backlog because uh, there is a lot of football manager i've been playing uh but Please, if you have a chance, watch it. I will probably tweet out that video today um, with Will's help because Will is obviously the Twitter expert and, and I look at that stuff. I just go, I don't know how to Twitter or Reddit. What I do know how to do is edit videos, get them up on time and get everything at least going in the right places. I can get the things to be tweeted out. I just yes. don't understand how to tweet them out, if that makes any sense. But we can do that. Number one, that's what I've been playing there. Two, uh, I've also played, started up uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. I am playing on the easiest difficulty. I'm going to let enough. everybody know that right away. I tried playing it on night for a little bit. It was fun-ish, but it was like, I'm not really enjoying this. Is the other easiest difficulty really easy? Yes. Am I playing this game because I want a challenge? No. I'm playing this game because it is a story game. It is Star Wars lore. We're playing this because it is Star Wars and we want to watch this. I don't think people want to see me die to the same room ten times in a row. Because I am just uber aggressive when it comes to everything. Maybe I'll chape Nick the, jet, the, the uh, difficulty up again. When I get all of the defensive abilities and like the max health and force. But until then, spam X and win. Uh, more also that video all of those videos will be coming up soon i've been playing half-life 2 you've been following that series if not we are out of ravenholm and going into the uh going into the asylum because that's a fun place uh we had to go through the coast and then into do the jailbreak and insects and just craziness um yeah and we have the assault rifle now, so more fun th there. And then I can wrap up with the last thing I've been playing, which is one you guys may not guess. It's an oldie, but a goodie. It's the Darkest Dungeon. Nice. Because, why not? Hell yeah. It's, it's, it's a fun little game that I can play while stuff is rendering. Because Football Manager is getting to the point now where the save is getting... Needs to pull more and more memory because we're four years in. Leagues are being loaded. Players are being regened. The database is getting big. So Yeah. But that's it. That's pretty much what I've been playing. Nice. So what I have been playing is... Da -da -da, let's have a look. Uh, right, what I have been playing is... First of all, I've played a couple more snooker matches, which has been now pretty much Whitewash City on the PlayStation. Uh, I faced Ronnie O'Sullivan and 164, which is good on the Xbox. Uh, I completed the Uncompletable. I completed Assassin's Creed Origins. That was a major achievement for me, because there's, um, there's a couple of boss fights in the... In the DLC, and you have to, well, I, I have to anyway, I had to cheese it. And the best way of cheesing it is you get these weapons with certain abilities, and one of them is to regenerate your adrenaline rush, where you have the mega, you know, you have your big sort of fight, uh, fighting uh, ability on. And with the adrenaline regeneration, if you stay out fighting, it does, re you know, it does regenerate itself. Now, the the bosses I was on, 
he, I only was able to take one or two hits before I was dead. So it's a case of taking my time, taking my, you know, picking my spots. It did feel more like a Dark Souls than, a, than an Assassin's Creed one or God of War. So yes, yeah, so I went full cheese on against Tutankhamun and that, and then just wait, wait, back off, wait, draw him in, make him swing, back off, wait some more, and then hit. Took about 20 to 30 odd minutes to do it, but, you know, hey, cheese works, right? Mm-hmm. It's a legitimate strategy. And if it, was, if it wasn't meant to be done, they wouldn't put it in there. Exactly. So, so that's how I, I managed to finish off assassins believe me i am so happy because while i love origins it just did outstairs well it really did uh so i'll be starting odyssey on the sunday service for three weeks before the sunday service welcomes welcomes the congregation back back to hell as we become the slayer and we become the boss in doom eternal which I'm looking forward to playing so, so much. Uh, also this week, I have played some more Spec Ops Line, which you'll be seeing split up into nice manageable chunks on YouTube very soon. Uh, I completed Control, which, uh, again, if I played that last year, that would have been probably beaten Devil May Cry to the game of the year. That's how much I love that game. But I, I went to bed... Um, on the Thursday night, I think it was. It was first Wednesday or Thursday, and I wanted to play more of it. I didn't want to put the controller down and go to bed, and that's a rarity for me for a game. So it just shows how much it got into here, and the the soundtrack piece that you heard at the start of the show, if you're alive on Twitch or us. That is from there. And you're going through this maze. The building sort of opens up into like a hotel area. And it, it sort of, it tries to throw you getting getting through because it's a maze that constantly transforms and changes. When you're able to have a, a method of getting through, you're given a, you're given a tape player, a Walkman by the janitor in this. And so to stop the, the maze confusing you, put it on listen to music this track that you heard the, at the start of the show is is that track and it is so great to be able to shoot shit while listening to that it just just made that whole piece it's it's it's, it's the uh it's the big action sequence it's kind of the and build it, it's the build-up wouldn't you agree yeah build up to the main event and the build up to the, the the final act of the game and so yeah so i really love that game that was awesome source. Um, the other thing uh, I've been playing, it has been uh, Need for Speed Heat. Now, did I hear last year that this wasn't a bad game? But people actually seem to enjoy this. I don't know. I don't know the last time I've heard anything about any Need for Speed game. Because I don't really agree. I really don't agree with it. I, I've, I've started it, and that feels like there's a level grind in this. And that shouldn't be in racing games. You shouldn't have to level grind to unlock new cars to buy. You shouldn't have to have to go back to maybe other races that you've done in terms of to lock, unlock reputation to unlock new events for that. I, I don't get that. I mean, if you're doing a race and you have to be first to unlock stuff, Fair enough. You know, you have to win. But if you're having to, to sort of do this for other cars to then go to other races to stand a chance, I don't like it. I mean, I've had, I've had two races where I actually enjoyed racing. The rest of it, I just kind of lost with. <laughs> so I'm like, do I continue this? Do I? Do I really want to? And maybe in chunks, but not. Not as not as the other game to replace like control. So I'm gonna have to look for another game to to get my teeth into. And I've got your, choices. Your other off stream game. Hmm. I mean I've got things like Death Stranding, Disco Elysium 2, Medieval Remake. 
uh, the Yakuza collection, Shenmue's to go through, Dreams to go through. You know. So I've got plenty to go through. Um, it's just a case of picking which one and just going, okay, boom, you. Um, I, I would suggest against Death Stranding because mm-hmm. they're not similar, but they're similar enough that I think that like the whole existential like craziness of control and like yeah. with the existential craziness of of Death Stranding, you may want to be like, I, I felt like I played this ready, so you may burn out a little bit. Granted, I'm nice. a huge... I'm the Death Stranding guy. And I think that like going into that game as clean as possible is the best way to experience it. Fair enough. So so something else between that. I mean, we also got Greedfall there as well. Greedfall's good. So, so I've got options, things like Judgment, that sinking city, you know, Call of Cthulhu. So I do have choices. It's just the thinking, you know, feeling which one I want to play. Um then after I completed uh I, I completed Assassin's Creed, I put a poll out on Twitter saying if I complete this night, what game would you want me to play? Would you want me to play some more pinball? Would you want me to play a puzzle game? Um the overall uh, vote was for another pogey game. So yesterday we put that on um Word Wheel, because yeah, frankly I'm stupid at anagrams. And so getting the, the community to help us out on this one seemed like a plan. And I had so much fun with it, were you guys? I really did. It was, you know, we, we were ripping the piss out of each other when, when we made blatant mistakes. Like, if there's a word that we need to use a certain letter with, and it wasn't in there at all, then I guess is it's like, um, sort of stop and go, but there's no this, that, the next thing. Yeah, it was fun to do it with the community, and we're going to do it again next week after the snooker. And finally played some more Rocket League J, which is always a good time of light. It really is. He's a really good player with it. Uh, so that's all I've been playing. I guess we're now so, into the shout-out. Mm-hmm. We're into the shout-outs. Um, do you want me to do the shout-out, do you? You can do it. Okay, so big shout out for us this week has to be to my good friend, Rach, don't Rach Queer on Twitch. This past week, she became a partner with Twitch, which is a major achievement. She has worked very hard for it over the past three years. And so she's got it. So it's, yeah, that's an amazing achievement. Well done. Well done to her. She's having a party right now. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it, really. I think so, too. Yeah. And I think if she... Give me a second here. So with that, we'll wrap up the show. Will, good job by you. No worries. Thank you very much. Chat, thank you for good being morning. here. Chris! <laughs> You're here to say goodbye. <laughs> I am here to say goodbye. I'll run down what I played real quick for you guys. Yes. I'm a little good. under the weather. <clears throat> a little sore throat. But uh, I've been playing a little Dota, actually. A little bit of Dota. And they recently came in with Dota Underlords, which is just Dota Auto Chess in a unique game. And it's pretty good i like the characters it's neat uh i've poked at a couple uh other games uh just doing my casual play a game i don't care about and watch things that i do care about at the same time and that's it Fair enough. <laughs> all right <That's> on. <laughs> chris i'm sorry i got you sick no no it's not you <clears throat> it was the office Okay. Well, I had the same thing. Yeah. A sore throat and uh, could not talk yesterday. On Thursday, and they made me go home from work, so. Yeah. Nah, it was around the work, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, nah, you're good. We're good? We're good. All right, everybody. Yeah. This this has been Tigwhippies. Everybody stay safe, stay calm, drink lots of water, um, and play more Football Manager.
because bye 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 bye. It's been super fun. There's the ending thing. We can go bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye.